up, y'all? My name's Alex, and thank you for listening in to the Mental Health Happy Hour. This is episode number two, and I am super excited to have a very close friend of mine be my co-host to talk about being unapologetically yourself. So this is my friend Jessica, and she is here to tell us a little bit more about her, her story, and how she has become someone who lives unapologetically herself every day. Wow, what an entrance. What an entrance. Well, first, it's an honor to be on this second podcast with you. Um, So thank you for having me. I'm super excited to talk about this topic. Um, It's something that kind of is near and dear to my heart. So ready to get into it. All right. Well, I'm not going to, you know, have any fluff around it. But um, Jessica has been a good friend of mine and to be honest we have helped each other grow a lot but something that I think is really important that more people hear about is how she has gotten to the point she is now because yeah like I said we all have different journeys of growing up and fitting into our own skin so Jessica like I said let's go right for it how into it when you were growing up what age did you start realizing what your sexual preference was? Because, you know, growing up, me personally, hell, I want to say I was, like, loving stickers and coloring books until I was, like, fourth grade, maybe fifth grade I started, like, you know, developing crushes, having an interest in, you know, for me, since I'm straight, the other sex. But for you, when was this something that you started realizing and discovering for yourself? Honestly, I knew from a very young age. Um, I didn't really know what it meant at first. Like, I kind of had mixed feelings about it. I didn't really know what I was feeling. Um, It really started when I was, I joined soccer and I was around, you know, females a lot. And that's kind of when I guess my curiosity started with it all. Okay. So was there like a moment where you almost, like you thought to yourself, like, is this, like, do I have this feeling? Or like, I don't know. Is there something that ever stood out to you that made you realize that that was kind of a path you were going to go down? Um, I had my first girl crush and I knew that I felt like different about it. But at that time, you know, I was still young. I was, I was probably, oh, I joined soccer like seven, eight. So, you know, around that time, like I, I knew I felt different and I knew it wasn't like a normal feeling. I knew that everyone else or most of everyone else didn't feel probably the way that I felt. Um, but I didn't really understand it, but I would think that was like kind of that, turning point for me was having yeah my first girl crush what did you think when that happened because even at eight years old I mean you don't even know the birds birds and the bees talk yet you know so what where was your mind at were you almost like oh no like that's not right or were you fully like embracing it like yeah like this is this is cool this is okay Um, I think a little bit of both. Like I was scared because growing up, um, I was kind of told it was wrong in a way and it wasn't really, um, supported that the way that, you know, you would, you would hope it would be. So I kind of had mixed feelings about it. I wasn't all like, let's go for it, you know, guns a blazing, but I was very interested in, 
exploring it and seeing why I felt the way I did and then kind of explain to myself or kind of figure out how to navigate it in the future too if if these feelings like don't go away so when you started feeling this way and it didn't go away what was your biggest fear like when this started happening and you know you became more comfortable with this yeah what what was your biggest fear in it all uh not being accepted for sure just people like looking down upon me things being um more difficult for me in life mm-hmm. when it comes to like my career and building that with relationships with friendships with other parents like it was just i mean i had a huge fear of just not being accepted by everyone and i think that just played a big part into some of the decisions and choices that i made yeah well, and to be honest, I think it's something that is more accepted now than when we were growing up because it's evolved a lot. So, you know, with that, did you growing up, were there things that were hard, hard on you that you think maybe if you were straight, you would have had to deal with? Oh, yeah. Just like mostly when it comes to relationships and and like friendships really when it comes to that because I always felt um that maybe parents wouldn't want me to be around their like their daughters because of you know maybe they thought something would happen and so I think really more when it comes to friendships was was kind of difficult in that way um at the time when all this was really going on not a lot of like physical differences that I really you know noticed besides Mm -hmm. You know, the way I dressed was always like a big indicator. Um, I was always wearing, you know, like the boxers and the boy shorts and I never had a shirt on growing up. And so, you know, that definitely, I think, played a factor in that when it comes to like physical stuff. That that takes me back to when you went to the bar with my boyfriend and people thought you guys were dating and you guys were like wearing the same outfit. Same outfit. I I I honestly I don't understand. Like I think the outfits were a dead giveaway and sometimes they're really not. <laughs> I love it. I, I love need to step my game up. So, did you ever run into that issue though? You know that was a fear of yours, but did you ever run into the issue of like having a friend where that? came into play you know you had to deal with you know their parents not being crazy about you hanging out I would say it it probably did happen but on as far as I can remember all of my friends parents were so supportive of me um they didn't necessarily come out and say that at the time just because I hadn't either but I know a lot of them assumed you know I had talked about it with some of my friends and they had made comments. So I knew, you know, there was people that were spectating and assuming that I was at the time, even though, you know, I hadn't really came out yet at that time. But no, my friends, my friends' parents were very supportive. And there was never a time that I felt different or not included in anything that my friends were doing. Good. So do you have any advice? Like, let's say, you know, someone who's like 12 years old goes to their friend's house and their parents say anything. What is the best advice you would tell somebody to deal with a situation like that? Now being as confident in the person you are as you are today. Honestly, it's 
that it's tough because it also depends on the age you know like you said 12 years old there's there's so much you can do there's only so much you can do at 12 years old versus when you're 18 and you're an adult you know like you're still going through life you're figuring things out but my best advice would be it's like don't don't stop being yourself you know continue to experiment continue to figure out who you are you're at such a young age like you have your whole whole life to live still you know you have so much to experience so but but don't stop being yourself you know being yourself is going to what is going to get you to be where you are in the future were you ever in denial of who you were when it first started happening were you ever like no this is like this is just my head Mm -hmm. and i think it was more like the older i got and it wasn't even really what would you say then junior high junior high i got my first girlfriend seventh grade and that kind of was just like different because at first i'm like no you know this can't be happening you know like this I just I kept pushing those kind of trying to push those feelings away and you know maybe they would change the older I got and the more mature I got and maybe it was just you know like stupid young me thing but it didn't go away and so yeah it, it kind of flipped that switch when I got my first girlfriend. So was your first girlfriend going through similar things to you or was um, kind very of very much well in a way so um she had actually had a boyfriend before and so she had never really like experimented or like been with girls and this was my first girlfriend so I really neither had I so it was kind of in a way like a first for both of us okay now did you experience that a lot you know because that's the thing I mean a lot of people discover their sexual preference at very different times of their lives i mean has that been an obstacle or something difficult with you know you having known what you wanted and then you know maybe dealing with someone who isn't 100 percent sure mm-hmm. a personal battle in a way yes but i have come across this more than normally or normal i would i would say was is me finding more what you would consider straight girls coming out or finding their you know true identity later in life than i did and this is the part where sometimes personally and internally i struggle with is like i've always known who i am so sometimes it can be difficult to like understand someone else that figured that out way later in life Mm-hmm. you know and and so that it 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 doesn't bother me anymore you know but that was like at, at that young age when I was kind of figuring that out coming into junior high into high school like it was something that I kind of internally struggled with yeah I mean did it ever come and bite you in the ass like did you ever have difficult times where I don't know because that's the thing is like you said you worry about what other people think did you ever worry about the person you were with at the time like what they thought or what they were going through as well oh absolutely yeah it was a big worry you know that was just just failing and not pleasing everyone you know at that age I was there to please everyone but myself you know I was still trying to be as true to myself as I could but I did add a lot of fears and worrying about that other person was definitely one of them 
do you think the people around you had an impact on just you being comfortable in your own skin, you know, the process you had to take to get to that point? Oh, for sure. Um, I wasn't always, you know, this confident in my own skin and within myself. And I really am still learning to be confident within myself. Um, But growing up, it was a little different for me because my friends and my friends' parents and most of everyone that knew me pretty much knew that I was. My closest friends at the and once it got into junior high, high school, you know, I did tell my friends, you guys, you know, all, all, all of you, you knew. But when I didn't, I didn't have as supportive family. So that was a little hard to navigate trying to, you know, have that balance of being yourself, but also really can't be yourself because and still to this day, you know, the only approval I want is my parents' approval. You know, they mean the most to me. They've raised me. They've done a lot. But and at that age, I, I couldn't get their approval. And it was really tough to do that because I knew it was not really acceptable. And so that part was really hard growing up. And still and that, really has that changed at all? I mean, because obviously when you're young, you realize who you are you don't believe your family is going to accept that. I mean, has it bothered you less? Like, have you just kind of been like, I am who I am. Like, I don't give a shit or like. Yeah, a little bit. The more I've gotten to kind of mature and live a little bit on my own and and now, you know, fully living on my own and being an, an adult. Um, yeah. I stopped caring as much, you know, I still care deep down and, Obviously, I want people's approval and I want people to not think of me any different or look at me any different. But when it comes to my family and some of them that that aren't as supportive, um, no, I just I at this point. Yeah, I don't I don't really care. You know, it's I'm going to be my own adult. I I do my own thing. I make my own money and my choices and and I'm an adult. So if you don't like it, then I guess you just won't be a part of it because. At this point in my life, you know, I want to surround people with, be surrounded by people with, who are, who are positive and support me and encourage me and, and benefit me. And if you're not going to do one of those things, then I don't really care to have you in my life. As it should be. I was going to say, you shouldn't be unhappy because other people's opinions are just so daunting, you know? Yeah. Once I changed that mindset, it totally changed everything for me and really helped me grow into my own skin. So this is something, to be honest, as your friend, I've always been curious about, because it's telling almost. Who was the first person you confided into with talking about this with? You don't have to say a name. You can, like, like go, like, basically. No, I got to think about it. Um... You can just say it for, I, I just, I'm curious. Or like how you got the courage to bring that up to someone you were close with. Or was it like a stranger? You didn't even want to tell somebody close to you. You just went up to someone at Walmart. You're like, hey, guess what? Um, gosh, I want to say middle school. Yeah, when, when I told her and 
she and I only told her because she asked me about it. And at that time, you know, I was very kind of not picky, but I really didn't tell anyone. So was this like a friend? Yeah, this was like my best friend at the time. And she had just finally like asked me about it because she was getting questioned on it. And that's that kind of bothered me too is like my friends would always get asked about it and oh will you hang out with you know Jess are you you guys you know are you together or anything you know so but no when I told her she was very supportive and kind of new from the get-go and it really didn't change anything okay so that is another question too because I mean like us as friends you know we'll go hang out hell we live together Mm -hmm. you know was that ever something that bothered you that people just made the assumption that the girls you were with, you were like just automatically dating or you had a sexual attraction to? Because I know that happened a lot, you know. It bothered me in the sense that I was worried about my friends. You know, I don't I, I get that all the time growing up. Mm-hmm. So it didn't bother me, but it bothered me that they were saying that about my friends and like assuming that about them, because to me, I was totally different than my friends you know friends growing up they were dressed all with they you know wore makeup and you know all this girly stuff and that was hey we got a good prom picture you wearing makeup girl hey it's it's <laughs> it's like a once in a lifetime thing hey, it was great you looked beautiful <laughs> <laughs> no but that it did bother me on that part just because i don't i don't like people saying that about my friends no Basically, you said, I mean, just because of the way you dress, people in middle school started catching on. So is that how everybody knew or did you ever have to be like, you know, like I like girl, like did you ever ever have to announce it or was it just something that as time went on, people just picked up on it? Um, I still to this day have not announced it because, you know, if mm-hmm. I think it's just if you're my friend or someone that I love and care about, then I'll tell you and we'll talk about it. But if you're not, then what does it matter if I am or not? You know, uh, what does it matter if anybody is anybody, anybody, anything, you can be whatever you want, you know, who it's doesn't matter, but. Preach it. I love that. <laughs> so. Then how did you feel once, you know, people knew you finally embraced, you're like, this is who I am. I love who I am. How did you feel once everything was out there? Like, did you ever regret it or were you just relieved? Well, like I said, there was never really a point that I actually like announced it, you know, and like fully came out and more of like it became surreal. Like the moment where like you knew that was who you are, the people around you knew that's who you that's who you were. You know, and you were just, like, happy with it. You embraced it. Like, what was the feeling once you kind of came to the peak of it? I would say my freshman year of college was when it kind of really hit me. You know, you get out you get away from all the high school stuff, and you start to become an adult. And my freshman year of college was different because I stayed in my hometown, but I still kind of got that college experience and of just getting out and meeting new people and kind of becoming my own self and my true self and who I want wanted to be um so I still got to kind of reinvent myself a little bit and the older I've gotten the more I've gotten to do that 
Um, and then now, you know, living halfway across the country from all of my friends and family. And that was another big turning point, but it was also like a huge growing point for me because again, like now I can truly, truly, truly be myself. And it's been awesome to figure that out within myself. So with the high point, I mean, to get to that, obviously there's a lot of low points. I don't want to, you know, hit on every low point, but a lot. Did you ever have a time? Well, I mean, did you ever, you obviously did, but do you remember a time where you were almost mad at who you were and it just became, you just wanted to give up. Did did you have that breaking point? Oh, so many, so many times where I hated myself. I, I prayed that I would wake up one day and I would be, I would call myself normal. And I prayed that I would just wake up straight and I didn't have to deal with this anymore because it was so difficult growing up. At that young of an age, trying to find yourself when you are the only one that is different. You know, I'm the only gay friend that I hung out with, like we hung out with growing up and I still am. Like it's, I've always been kind of that one person out. So growing up, yeah, I... I hated myself. I hated everything about it, you know, and about me. But there would be, you know, like countless nights, cry myself to sleep, just wanting to be different and wanting to be accepted and loved the way that straight people do at that time. You know, that's what I thought. So do you think you would have hit that low point if everyone in your life would have accepted who you were? Like if if nobody would have had any issue with you being the person you are today, do you think you would have ever been upset about it? No, because I was upset because of the certain people that didn't. Because those were major, major people in my life and still are major people in my life. Um, So that, that one piece right there made it more difficult than I could have imagined. And I don't think I would have hit that low if I would have had the full support. See, and that's why I just advise for everybody listening to this especially to just be very self-aware of how you act and what you say. Because that right there, someone literally close to you in your class could have said something like a gay joke when you were in middle school. Yeah, And that right there could have literally had you at night crying yourself to sleep yeah it definitely made it tough you know and and i think the assumptions didn't help either you know like i would be a lot more willing to open up to you and talk to you if you just asked me you know but it was a lot of those assumptions and they were always wrong assumptions. an assumption they wouldn't even tell you would they it'd just be things you heard yeah, and then that's it. It would just come back to me. You know, I heard this, I heard that. Well, it's, you know, if you come up and ask me, I'm an open book pretty much about anything to, to really anybody. Like, if you if you come up and you want to have a conversation and talk to me about things, we can talk all day long. But it's the assumptions that I just heard this and it and then, it, you know, it starts at one thing and it it turns into something completely different. And you know, that already affected my my mental health on top of all the other stuff that I'm battling with and dealing with. And yeah, it got to be it got to be a lot. Yeah. Very quickly. 
So do you think these things trigger mental illnesses within yourself, like anxiety and depression, like, you know, like dealing with the things you dealt with, hearing the opinions, being worried about what other people thought of you? How did that affect your headspace? Honestly, I didn't know it affected me the way it did until I got older and I started making or I started having the ability to make my own decisions. Mm-hmm. And that's when I really noticed that it affected me. And it it's stuff that I'm s- still dealing with today. You Can know? I ask, like, what ways? Oh, just like a lot of anxiety and always putting the pressure on myself that I'm going to fail or that I'm not going to be somebody in life. And um that and I understand that I can't please everyone but I don't like hearing that people don't like me because I genuinely like try to be a good person and a nice person and being there for people so that like you know bothers me and stuff but I didn't like I said I didn't realize it until later in life and I, I started having the choices to make my own decisions and I found myself basing my decisions off what other people thought because I didn't want them to think poorly of me. And I was living kind of my life for other people and not for mine. Mm -hmm. So what would you say to anybody listening to this right now that either has gone through this, hasn't gone through this yet, is in the middle of going through this, What is the best just tip of advice? My best advice would be follow who you are and don't live your life for others. Live your life for yourself and find that small group that loves you and supports you and stick with them because those are going to be the backbone to everything else that you're dealing with. You have to, if you don't have that core group or family or you know even one or two friends that's all you really need and you find and you just build a good relationship it it helps so much I don't think I I know I wouldn't have gone gotten through what I have gone through without my friends and that group that small group that I I'm still friends with today and I'll never stop being friends with them you know you included you're love you freaking to death but you you know, you've always been there for me and I, I will, I can never repay it, but by being there and loving you. I love that. And that's important. That's why really just having that one just person or think like get an emotional support cat or dog or someone that you can just give that love to, you know, if you don't have anybody that you can go to, you do have someone you can go to reach out to people talk to people i think there's this negative stereotype about going to therapy and it's needs to stop because it helps like that's the whole purpose of it and people i don't want to talk to strangers well if you don't want to talk to your friends then go talk to a stranger it's a lot easier than you would think (laughs) it really is and it it helps and it's not all about just like spilling your problems and then like leaving like you get tips on how to help and and how to cope and how to deal and 
you can go back and apply that to your life and you slowly start to see the difference. So my, yeah, my best advice, don't give up. And the independent, strong, you know, self in me too, you know, people come and go in your life, but going to therapy, to be honest, like Jessica said, you learn how to better deal with the obstacles in your life. So you can live your life better dealing with the things you do every day. And that's the thing. I started this episode saying that Jessica is so unapologetically herself because she knows who she is. She knows what she deals with and battles with. And she knows that, yeah, every once in a while it might overcome you and you'll have your bad days. But you know how to live your life and not let those obstacles stop you. And I think that's amazing. I think more people should, you know, be able to understand how to get to that point. Because, you know, you have done everything from, you know, your self-discovery, going to talk to a therapist. I mean, you've done it all. And I admire how strong you are for what you've gone through. And honestly, I mean, (laughs) you're one of the most genuine, funny one of the best people I know, you know, and it tells a lot when someone's gone through a lot of trials and tribulations. And at the end of the day, they're still positive, happy and wanting to inspire others. Yeah. Well, man, you're going to make me tear up in here. Some. OK, well, it's just but like no, the- you're, you're right. But listen, it's also at the same time, I want everyone to understand, like, I wasn't always like this and it wasn't always happy, funny, giggly Jessica. Like for a long time, it was very put on a smile in public, but go home and cry at night and and be upset and not comfortable. And it takes a lot of hard work and self-dedication. But also remember, this is your life. You this is you make your life choices. You go through all the experiences yourself. No one else is going to live your life because it's your life. So live your life for who you want to be and not for someone else not to use bad language but jessica could not be more correct i kid you not when my life motto is fuck it Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is my life i will tell myself that daily because like jessica said you're the one waking up in your skin every day you're the one living with the decisions you've made you're the one you know associating with the people you choose to talk to every day so people can have an opinion But you're the one dealing with that every day. You're the one going through the motions. And what they have to say has no effect on anything you're doing on your day to day. Once you learn to block other opinions out, you are unstoppable. Unstoppable. That's what bothered me, you know, the most. And I can't sit here and say, you know, I don't have my bad days. And some opinions don't get to me because, of course, they do. But. When you learn to block out most of the opinions and do what's best for yourself, you can do anything you want. You can be whoever you want and no one or nothing is going to stop you. And we're not saying be a raging butthole (laughs) and don't care about what people think, but be yourself. Because we all have our own battles of being ourselves. And that's the thing. I'm the last person to judge Jessica on how she became who she is. 
because she dealt with a whole different battle than I did. And we know nothing like we truly don't understand each other's. But the one thing we do understand is that it's hard and that it sucks. And that once you get to that good point, you never want to go back. No, nope. And I mean, at some point, you know, we, we grew up totally different, but our paths crossed in life and look where we are now. So you never know what someone's going through, what they're dealing with. You know, I think I always say it takes more effort to be mean than just to be nice to people. And you can still be yourself and be nice and kind and thoughtful of others, you know, no matter what they look like or who they are. And don't be afraid to open up to people. I mean, me and Jessica have helped each other immensely with our mental health, you know, and that probably is because not only were we like best friends, but we were roommates for a year. But, you know, everybody goes through this. So don't ever be ashamed to talk to someone about it, because nine times out of ten, they have dealt with something super similar. And, you know, that was something with Jessica we were very good friends, but I was scared to have those honest conversations. You know, when I needed to talk to somebody, I was nervous to be like, Jessica, like word vomit. This is how I feel. But once we started opening up to each other, it just. It helps more than you would ever know, I swear. <laughs> yeah, you know pretty much everything about me. But again, our paths are very different. But again, they're, they're the same because, you know, it might not be you dealing with the same issues, but it's definitely the same topic and same general area, anxiety, depression, stuff like that. You know, everyone, I feel like everyone deals with it at some point in their life. It's just how you handle it. Exactly. But, you know, main thing is be nice to each other, love each other. We are all different, but we are all the same, you know? Listen, y'all, the world, excuse my language, is fucked up right now just be nice exactly we got more problems to deal with than being mean to each other yeah be nice (laughs) well jessica it has been honestly really great to have you on here for my second episode i can't think of anybody else i would have had on here to talk about this topic um i think you know your message is super awesome for other people to be able to hear be able to learn from and be able to take something away from so thank you for being open and vulnerable and sharing with everybody who you are and how you became the person you are today well i am absolutely honored to be on here i appreciate it so much and i'm glad this was the one topic that I'm actually kind of smart about, so thank you.